Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. I just want to bless everyone this morning. And I pray all is going well. And it's a joy once again to be with you today. My love's going out to everybody, and especially any of those who are going through anything. I pray that the Lord will move on your behalf and that you will see his miraculous work. You will see his hand in your life. Be encouraged. The Lord is for you. Amen. So uh, today I want to uh, share a little bit in the word uh, fasting, and I know it means the shutting of the mouth. And we fast, but why do we fast? Is it just to say, hey, I didn't eat today. Is it, is it to show off? Saying, oh, look, look how, how Christian I am. I'm so holy and fasting. <clears throat> and the Israelites did that, and they were rebuked by the Lord. And I, we read uh, the whole chapter of Isaiah 58, which we're going to be in today. They wanted to be proud. They wanted to be seen. They wanted to have people look at them and say, oh, look how how spiritual they are. They're, they're suffering and they got on sackcloth and they're moaning and the Lord didn't want that. He had a deeper purpose for fasting. He wanted to prepare his people to reach out and share what they had to deny themselves to help others. And I, I've done a lot of mission work in, in the country of Mexico. Um, I did a lot of short-term mission trips that um, I actually moved down there and lived for a few years. And I was always blown away by how the people, even when they really didn't have anything, were always willing to share it. I'll share uh, a few stories here. Um, One trip I was on, I met this married couple, probably in their 50s, and I was with um, one of the brothers from my, my home church, William Bonilla. He um, was Puerto Rican, and he was one of the translators along with his wife, who was Mexican, and they trans- helped translate for our team. And so Louie and I were together, and we were going around praying for people in what was called a colonia. It was a really poor area in the city of Piedras Negras where we were at in Mexico. And we met this couple. The wife had a problem with her vision. She couldn't see out of one eye. And the husband was almost completely deaf. So Louie and I brought them together and we laid hands on them. We started praying and just so much power. I I felt like I was about to burst into flames from the power that the Lord brought to them through us. And all of a sudden, both of them just, like they were electrocuted, and then they stopped shaking, and the wife could see out of the blind eye now, and the husband, hearing it, come back. It was like, Praise the Lord. A miracle just happened, and we were excited. And they were telling everybody what happened, and 
people want us to pray for them, so we'll start praying for more people. And this woman and man who had just received the healing, they got in line. Later on, we were passing out food food packs to the people, rice, oil, uh, tortillas, uh, beans. And the woman took her food pack and ran off. And a short time later, she comes running back with a big plate of food. And she wanted Louie and I to eat. And we're like, wait a minute, that's the food we just gave her. She ran home and she cooked it for us. And we were giving them food. Instead of going home and cooking herself and her husband a meal, they wanted us to eat. And um, we thanked them. And Louis spoke to him and said, no, this food is for you. You and your husband eat. We're, we're okay. We just wanted to bless you. And so they kept the food, and we were just so touched by the fact that they were so moved by the power of God that first they were healed, and second, they were going to give back the food to us that we had just given them because they were so grateful. They weren't they weren't selfish at all. I mean, they had nothing, and we gave them something, but they wanted to share it with us out of gratitude. And that just moved me that they were so willing to give up what they had, even though they were lacking already. And it moved my heart. <clears throat> At another time, I was working down there uh, with a church called Nueva Creation, New Creation in English. And, of course, they had me uh, working in their school in the English department because I spoke English. <laughs> and they were teaching their children English. So they had the perfect person, somebody who was fluent in English to hear me speak. So I was working with a teacher. Her name is Fabiola Rodriguez. We became really good friends. Uh, became good friends with her husband and her kids, and they were, they were like family to me. And so Fabiola and I came to, <clears throat> came to school one day, and we were in preschool. There were five little ones in there, and Fabiola had to go to a, uh, a meeting. And I was like, well, who's going to be in there with the kids? She goes, you are. You're going to teach them. I'm like, what? Yeah, I know English, but I'm not fluent in Spanish <laughs> to communicate well, especially with little kids. She goes, oh, you do great. You do great. I'm like, are you kidding me? She's like, I'll be back. And she took off. So I'm like looking at the kids. and They're, they're kind of looking at me. And so, praise God, uh, my Spanish was good enough that they understood, and we played some games, did some coloring, and so it came time for lunch, so I told the kids to go ahead and take out their lunches and eat. So well, we all sat down at their, their little table. Well, I was pretty much on my knees. I was too big to sit in those tiny chairs, but... um. Each kid pulled out a lunchbox, and they opened them up, and they all looked at me. Now, I would go out to 
a food stand that the church had. Uh, the school was part of the church. I would go and get some tacos, homemade tacos, delicious. And so I, I didn't bring a lunch. But the kids didn't know that. And they looked and they saw that I didn't have any food. So the first little girl, she took out a orange out of her lunchbox and set it in front of me. Another little boy took out half his sandwich and set it in front of me. Another little girl set a juice box in front of me. And the fourth little boy took out a little bag of chips, set that in front of me. Then another little girl took out um, uh, a little cake and set that in front of me. They all shared their lunch with me because they saw that I had nothing. Or so they thought. And I was like, no, 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 you guys eat. And I, I gave it back to them. And I thanked them. No, go ahead and eat, I said. And I asked them, give me a moment. And I got up and I walked outside the classroom and closed the door. And I actually started crying because that just touched my heart so much that these children just came together thinking that I had nothing to eat. And they wanted to make sure that I, I didn't go hungry. And they just shared with what they had. And I was like, my goodness, look at these children. I mean, you're talking preschoolers who had that type of heart when they saw that they thought I had nothing. They wanted to make sure I had something to eat. And I, <laughs> I'm getting choked up right now just remembering that. It, it was a beautiful time and it's a memory I'll never forget. So, what do we do, people of God? We may not have everything. Maybe you have a lot. But do you, do you have the, the desire to share what you have? Do you fast the way the Lord truly wants you to fast? Not just, hey, I, I didn't eat today or I gave up coffee today. Um, a lot of people say they fast from TV which I don't consider a fast, but that's my opinion. But um, a true fast is that we deny ourselves so that others, others may be taken care of. And the Lord was teaching this to the Israelites in Isaiah 58 when it was common, especially for uh, the religious people, the religious leaders, the Pharisees, they would fast, but they would make sure everybody knew they were fasting. And you're not supposed to run around telling people, I'm fasting, I'm fasting, I'm fasting to let them know that you're not eating because this is something you're doing for self-discipline in the spirit. But people at the time in Israel, they would fast and they want everybody to know they were doing it so they would look so uh, pious and oh look look how spiritual I am and oh look at how I suffer and uh, I'm just so so humble and I'm just so super spiritual unlike everybody else I'm, I'm above everybody else so I'm, I'm probably God's favorite was their mentality and the Lord tells them that's not the kind of fast he's calling for. This is not what he wants of his people. What is the true fast of the Lord? 
So let's go to Isaiah 58. I'm going to start reading here. Verse 6. And the Lord says, Is this, is this not the fast that I have chosen? To loose the bonds of wickedness. To undo the heavy burdens. To let the oppressed go free. And that you break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out? When you see the naked that you cover him and not hide yourself from your own flesh, then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, Here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger, and and speaking wickedness, if you extend your soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul. Then your light shall dawn in the darkness, and your darkness shall be as the noonday. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. There are some among you shall build the old waste places. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations, and you shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of street to dwell in. Wow. So this is what the Lord is saying to him. If you take care of those who are in need, I will be there for you. And this is a true fast that we reach out to the people out there, out there hungry. I work a lot with people who are homeless, also have mental illness. And I just didn't wait to go to Mexico to reach out to people. And I'm not doing, saying this to brag, but I'm saying there are a lot of people around us, even here in the United States where I am in Ohio, and they're 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 hungry. They're out there dealing with not only hunger but mental illness and other sicknesses and to go to them and to help them and I thank the Lord for my job. I was able to actually go and help people and get them out of homelessness and get them into housing and to help them get on food um, stamps, food assistance, get them connected with uh, doctors in the mental health field as well as doctors for their physical needs. And it was a, a good feeling. And the people who we helped, they not all the time were they, let's say, uh, willing participants. <laughs> You're like, hey, I'm here to help you. And there were some that actually put up a fight. They didn't really uh, let you help them, and 
but you, if you hang in there, eventually they'll come around, and I've seen that a lot. And this is what the Lord wants us to do, extend our hand to the hungry, those who are naked. We provided clothing for them also. And we, yes, I did this also in Mexico. We took food, clothing. Uh, it was always a joy when I went go on these short-term trips and I'd go around and, and collect things to give out to the people, clothing. Our whole team would bring stuff and we'd go down there and pass out toys to the kids that we brought and uh, clothes and hats and coats and and we buy food down there in bulk and make up uh, food bags and give out the food bags. And it was a tremendous feeling. And we paid to go on these trips. We uh, we actually had to take time off from our, our, our lives, from our jobs. Kids took out time from school, and we paid to go on the trip to serve. And I knew this honored the Lord, and that's why I enjoyed it so much. We were showing the love of the Lord by denying ourselves. We took ourselves out of our comfort zones. We said goodbye to our homes and our families um, for a week, and I eventually said goodbye for a few years. My family, my comfort zone, and went into Mexico, and we would go down there and, and do the work of the Lord. And there were times, especially when you went in the summertime, it was like 125 degrees in the shade, and there were times there was dangers around. There were uh, gangs. You had to be careful with the uh, animal life down there, you know, rattlesnakes, sidewinders, scorpions. Um, sometimes people got sick on the trips. When I lived down there for the first year, I, I felt like I was sick every other month. And But you endure and you satisfy other people's needs because this is the fast that the Lord has called. And the Lord doesn't want us to continue pointing fingers and blaming people and making false accusations. He said, put away the pointing of the finger here in Isaiah. That we break the bonds of wickedness. We don't allow evil to reign. We confront it. We break it for the sake of the people. And so what are you saying, Sean? The true fast of the Lord is denying self to help others. And I don't mean you have to give up everything you own, never eat again, get rid of all your possessions. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you have to take the time in your life to reach out to others, even though it's not convenient for you. It's not always the easy thing to do, and you may not have a lot of resources. But if you do this, the Lord will be with you, and he will provide, not only for the people that you're serving, but he will take care of you. And the scriptures say here in Isaiah that your your darkness will be like the noonday. In other words, in your harshest time, Everything is going to be bright for you. In your midst of of, a time of need, when everything has gone wrong, there will be supernatural provision for you. And you will be amazed when you see the work of the Lord in the midst of your troubles. 
because he will remember that in the midst of other people's troubles, you were there for them. You extended your hand to them when they were hungry. You clothed them when they were naked. You took care of them when they were sick. You comforted them when they were mourning. You were there to support them, even though it may have inconvenienced you. You still desired to do God's will, and you denied yourself. Others may benefit, and others may be taken care of. Like those beautiful little children who wanted to share their lunches with me, they were concerned about my well-being, and they acted. Are we concerned about the well-being of others as children of God? Do we just wake up on a Sunday morning and go meet at the building and hear a sermon, throw a little money in the collection and go home and not think about those out there in the streets, lost, suffering, sick, and dying, too busy to go and do the will of the Lord? We shouldn't be. Oh, I just don't have the time. I got a busy work schedule. I got to do this. I got these plans. Take time out for others to bless them. Even if just going there to uh, somewhere to support somebody who who needs support. I, I have a very good friend uh, named Sue, and she was at... Um, an event last night, modeling clothes that was made out of, uh, like, materials that were thrown away to be considered garbage. And it was to uh, help do a cleanup in a river here called Black River and to bring awareness of the necessity to keep our, our waterways clean. And I could have been doing anything else, but I knew this was important to her and she was nervous. So I made sure I was there to support her. And I was almost late, but I made it. I was out doing things I had to get done, but I knew I had to take the time out to support her. And she was so happy when she saw me. And I sacrificed for her because it wasn't about me. This is the past of the Lord. When we say, Father, it's not about me. It's about the people and reaching them. And we extend our hand to them, to those who need us. Whether it's family, friends, even our enemies. There's times people have done me wrong. And then they were in great need. And I helped them. And then I no longer had an enemy. That's the beautiful thing, and that's why the Lord has called us fast. We will restore generations through the true fast of the Lord that we sacrifice ourselves to raise up others. This is what we're called to do, church. Not just sit back in comfort, not just look out for our own selves, but to give up things so that others may be blessed and helped. And here in the U.S., we're very good at this during our holiday season, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Everybody wants to give. 
Oh, Thanksgiving comes around. Let's give out turkeys to families that don't uh, have enough money to have a Thanksgiving meal. We'll take bags of food. Uh, we feel so good because on Thanksgiving they're going to eat. Well, they got to eat the rest of the year too. Christmas comes around. Oh, let's collect toys and uh, uh, candy for the kids and uh, we'll just bless these families that don't have money to, to buy Christmas gifts. Okay, what about the rest of the year? They still have needs. They still need food. They still need uh, winter clothing and or they need uh, gas money to drive to try to get to work or go looking for work. They They have needs throughout the whole year, not just during the holidays. So we as a people, God, our true fast is to deny ourselves that we may help others, that we will see the need and then we will meet the need. Do not ignore the people. Turn your back on them. And the Lord will multiply what you have. There are times that I gave money and I was like, oh, I'm going to be broke. And so I give them the money, and then I realize, you know, oh, well, forgot about this. Yeah, oh, wait. There's a $20 bill in my jacket that I forgot was in there. Oh, you owe me money, and you're paying me back? Oh, I forgot all about that. Money would just come. And I know him because the Lord saw that I blessed others, Jeremy. And because of that, not were only people blessed, there are a lot of people that that came to the Lord and will come to the Lord when they see us denying ourselves to help them. And that's the main point, salvation. Salvation is always the main point of everything we do. It should be that people will come to know Yeshua Jesus and to know the Father, Yahweh. Their salvation is our ultimate goal, that they're brought back to the Lord and no longer lost out there in a world of wickedness, that we will see people who may have even been against us now, we call them brother, sister, and that they know the love of the Lord. This is the Lord's fast. Are you ready to fast? Are you ready to deny yourself? Are you ready to reach out to the lost, the hungry, the afflicted, the widow, the orphan, the foreigner? Yeah, that's a big one. We don't want any immigrants over here, even though all of us are immigrants. Our families came from different nations. Instead of throwing them back out when we preach the gospel to them, deny ourselves and go to them. You may disagree with me, and that's all right. As long as we agree that Jesus is Lord. Self-denial for the betterment of others. This is the true fast of the Lord. And not just to deny ourselves, but to see others one one to the kingdom. Brought in to know the Lord. This is the fast we're on.
I thank you, Lord, that your word is going forth and that many people will know what you desire and do your will. Let us reach out to those who are lost, hungry and dying and sick. This is the fast that you have called, and we shall do your will. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. And thank you all for listening. This has been Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. I always like to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook or email me at regenerate07 at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening. Be blessed. And I love you.